This episode of Two Men No Hope is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey Jamie, why so glum? Oh, bruv. I just wish we could help the listeners even more. Well, I can turn that frown upside down, mate. How are you going to do that? Let me tell you about a company called BetterHelp, the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. 100% online? So can our listeners get help anywhere? That's right. They can talk to a therapist however they feel comfortable, wherever it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. They can message their therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient to them. So will they get the right therapist for them? BetterHelp has a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help them with a wide range of issues. Plus, if their therapist isn't the best fit for any reason, they can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. Wow, that's really good. Well, what can we offer the listeners to get them started? Well, we have teamed up with them to offer them 10% off their first month. All they have to do is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. That's betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. So all they have to do to get all of that and 10% off for the first month is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. Exactly, my friend. Now, doesn't that make you feel better? Yes, bruv. That's so much more off my mind. Welcome everyone to another episode of Two Men No Hope. Have you froze? No, I'm just seeing if how how long someone would wait to see if we're still there. <laughs> 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 no, I was I'm about joking. to log off then. Let alone the fucking <laughs> listeners. <laughs> now do it again. Welcome everyone to another episode of Two Men No Hope. Uh, hopefully you have uh, subscribed because I want to see that number going up. But we're back again. It's another Friday. I'm tired, Jamie. It's January still. Yes, the dark, bleak month of January. Yeah, and it started snowing today. Yeah, Scotland. What'd you expect? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm cold, I'm tired. And uh and the tax man's been around again. Ah, oh, the tax man. Just when I thought I was over, because I got my mortgage sorted, mm. my fucking car insurance came up. And it went up by well, four hundred and fifty pounds, Jamie. <laughs> fucking cunts. How are they expecting you to fucking survive, man? Like, I need to, my car to get to work. Like, if I could get rid of it, I'd get rid of it. But I can't. It's physically impossible. Well, you just have to shop around. Every time they go for a renewal, it's always... Yeah, but not high. that high. I've never had it that high before. Even when I passed my test, I never paid a £1,000 from fucking car insurance. You're very lucky. Very lucky. The, um... Nowadays, like if you do, if you just let it roll, they just bank on you not noticing. So no, man, just... I change it every fucking year. No yeah, way, man! No fucking pricks. You got. But Sweeney was saying, like, all the interest rates have gone up. Yeah, they have done since COVID. Yeah, you know? that's why my mortgage is fucked, bruv. Yeah, but I'd, like, I, standard thing for car insurance is every year you switch to another company and it gets less and less. Not fucking bump four hundred and fifty pound. Yeah, it's the it's the interest rates everywhere. Like if you were to 
if you were to try and get a credit card now, um, it would be a lot harder than it would be pre-COVID. It's fucking Vice stupid. Versa. Fucking stupid. Any sort of credit, basically. It's just fucking, it's impossible just to survive now. It's like one, you think you've just got ahead. Mm. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, they drag you back into the fucking dirt. Yeah. Thank all them fuckers that were on furlough all that time, Dan, because that's what it is. <laughs> I still don't think that was right that I'm paying. I didn't, I didn't get nothing. No, we didn't. You know what I mean? I didn't get no nothing. Fucking... If you were working, you basically lost out during the COVID pandemic because you, yeah. you carried on life as normal with a few hindrances like fucking police uh, stops and stuff like that. And um, everyone else was sitting at home chilling. And they had the biggest heat wave going in the first lockdown as well. Yeah, because everyone was so buying fucking hot tubs. <laughs> huh? Everyone was buying hot tubs. That's what my my mum did. She bought a hot tub, hot tub. Yeah, and then sat in the garden. Yeah. <sighs> How are you, Jamie? <laughs> How are you? I'm all right, man. I'm just. As I said in the last episode, fucking trying to power through. I've got like, like for the next three months, I'm not drinking and stuff, not eating uh, bad or anything like that. So it's like all my vices are not there. And the, what I used to use as a crutch, which was c- cigarettes, is not there either. So I'm just like a walking psychopath. <coughs> Yeah, I bet you are, man. <clears throat> yeah, do you not use the vape anymore? I thought you kept them one of those around. I keep it around, but I try not to use it. Um, so yeah, I'm a walking psychopath. Charlotte's <laughs> like saying to me, "You don't think you're being moody, but you are." Am I? Am I? My eyes are like this. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have no idea, Charlotte. I'm holding it in. Yeah, exactly. I'm holding you have it in. No right idea now. the rage that's inside right now. The fucking. <laughs> I've gone from like before Christmas consuming ridiculous amounts of everything over overdoing everything basically mm-hmm. to nothing. So I'm like ready to fight at all costs. Like to the point where there was a dog barking in the neighborhood earlier on and obviously Rocco reacted as he would. And I went out into the garden and I was ready to fight that dog. I was I was ready to go and hunt that dog down and fight it. Because it was, it wouldn't stop barking, <laughs> and I was like, "What is wrong with me?" I'm like, "Fucking losing my nuts." But has the um has the camper van thing moved yet? No, still fucking and, sitting there, and no one's been to look at it or nothing. Nope. I put a note on it this morning. I've duct taped it to the window so they can't get the fucking duct tape residue off. Really annoying. Yeah, to to, have you called the council? Council can't do nothing. Private road, isn't it? Yeah, but you were told to put the fucking... Once that's gone, man, put them fucking those things back up. Yeah, but if we do that, then um, the company that Charlotte works for could get in trouble for putting them in. It's fucking fucking ridiculous, man. Like, what are you supposed to do? I'll tell you what I will do, is there'll be a brick through that fucking window pretty quickly. I'm Like, the only solace this man has, whoever drives his camper van, yeah, is if I'm not home when he's coming to get it. Because if I'm home, in the mood I'm in at the minute, I'm going prison. <laughs> I'm going prison for killing this man. It's like an episode Over of Over a parking Oz. space. <laughs> I'll be on Channel 5 News. 
brilliant. Oh, I've been watching that um, Blue-Eyed Samurai on Netflix. Oh, yeah. It's fucking quality, man. Really? Yeah, yeah, like really good. Well, there's a lot of penis in it. Yeah, well, it's Netflix, and they love a bit of fucking penis nowadays. Yeah. I think they've gone like, it's like, you know, that whole equal thing. It's like, yeah, we used to have a lot of tits in it. Now they've just gone, well, now it's time for a lot of dick. Even like um, Gen Z, whatever it's called. Gen, Gen V. Gen V. There's a lot of dick in that. There is a lot of dick in that. Well, there was in uh, The Boys as well, to be fair. But what Yeah, I... but when it was in The Boys, it was like a shock. Mm. But in this, they were like, oh, that shock, we'll use that. And then like every episode, we're going to put a dick in it. And it was sort of like, all right. <laughs> what annoys me about Netflix shows is, like I was watching Titans... And like they throw in a relationship between the new Robin and the guy from Star Labs, and then like it's like a whole romantic thing. I was like, why are you putting this in it? They're putting it in it just to be woke. That's the only reason they're putting it in it. There's no reason for any love story to be there, let alone a gay love story. Do you know what I mean? Wasn't Robin was always in love with Starlight or whatever her name was? Yeah, but this is the new Robin. This is the uh, the because Dick Grayson has now become. Nightwing. All right. Oh, what's so this? Is um Damien? No, Damien is. I think Damien died. He can't die. That's Batman's son. Pretty sure he's dead. Who's the other one? There was, um, there, there's been three or four in this sh- in yeah. Titan show. <clears throat> the the original one goes to Nightwing, and then the second one. He dies, then the third one's Red Hood, then the fourth one is the one that's gay. Yeah, the Red Hood one, <clears throat> he thought was killed because he got captured by the Joker and like tortured and yeah, and whatnot. I like the Red Hood, that's my favourite. Yeah, he's like the bad guy in season three. And then, or is it season two? Whichever season it is. And then this season they had the new Robin who wasn't ready, like he has a staff, like a stick. Yeah, and he wasn't ready, and he's doing all this training and shit. Then he falls in love with the guy that's doing the training with him, who's the Star Lab guy from Star Labs. And I'm just like, there's literally no need for that relationship to be put into it, other than the fact that you just want to be <laughs> like putting a, a gay character into the show because there isn't one yet. Well, they re-brought out the new um, DC stuff, didn't they? Was it DC or was it Marvel? And they made made everyone like the Flash is gay now. <clears throat> and all that sort of stuff. Is he? Oh, in, what, the, in the comic books? I can't... Yeah, like, I can't remember what they called it. New something. And they were, like, bringing them all back out again. Yeah, uh, and they made a load of people, like, gay in it. Which is all right, yeah. But I don't really give a shit. I didn't give a shit about Iris when it comes to, like, The Flash. I don't give a shit about any of the relationships. What I care about is flipping about, stabbing people, killing people, and doing what superheroes should be doing. Do you know what I mean? Not... Yeah. Oh, I'm so in love. <laughs> Part of the reason I hate fucking <laughs> Superman with the whole Lois Lane thing just annoys me. Overpowered, puts on his little glasses, and then he goes and has kisses his girlfriend. No. no. He is definitely killing her when he blows his load. There's no like, I don't care. Do you know a fact I discovered the other day? What, how far do you think the furthest load in history has gone? <laughs> it sounds like something I normally come out with. Mm. Um, this was from a pervy mate at work. Oh, 
I don't know. Um, like, like a pool table. That's about six foot in it. I don't. I'm not very good with distance, but yeah, about that. Seventeen foot, Dan. Jesus fuck, man! That takes someone's eye out. Yeah, that's three pool tables and a bit. <laughs> it's like the evil can evil of jizz. Fucking hell! Can you imagine it? He must have been bent up like that's not like a frequent masturbator. That's like I've held that in for that one occasion of blowing. Well, I said to I said at the time when my mate told me at work, I was like, "There's definitely um, a warning label when you have to have sex with that geezer." Like he would be like, "Right, you're gonna have to get out of the room now." <laughs> he's, like, ah! <laughs> he's like, he's like, "Can I blow it on your face?" And she's like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Right, go next door then." <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps going go a bit back further further back further back yeah. <laughs> the speed it must go at as well to get that far yeah it's not going slow is it no. you know what I mean unless it's going up not unless it's like a fucking uh, what's it called like when the sp- when Tobey Maguire becomes Spider-Man and he starts shooting his webs <laughs> that sounded so imagine. sexual it's moving up <laughs> Started shooting his webs. But yeah, I've just been a fucking absolute powder keg. I have been, I'm getting better. I've, every time I chain, I go around to change my lifestyle, I do this where I'll go, because obviously you're on a massive come down from sugar, from caffeine, from lots of different stuff. The working out is making me feel better. So that's the main thing. What is, sorry? Working out. Oh, that's good then. Hopefully that'll keep you going. Yeah, I'm I'm trying I'm hoping that that will become a new thing where I'll just that will be my new crutch and I'll just use that. Well, you can always hope, man. You can always hope. Other, otherwise I'm just going to be super aggressive for the rest of my life. <laughs> or you fall off the wagon. <laughs> oh, no. Nah. I'm not coming off the wagon this time. This is it. <clears throat> my wagon doesn't even have any wheels. Doesn't even get going, mate. <clears throat> <laughs> Stays in the exact same spot so I can find it every time I need it. <laughs> <laughs> that and a retarded horse. But as we're a bit miserable, we might as well just crack on with the emails and hope that the listeners can perk us up a bit Yeah, and uh, see what happens. So please remember that all the opinions in the show are those of the hosts and should be taken as food for thought. We're in no way telling you to do anything. Everything is kept anonymous for the safety of the listeners and no information shared to anyone else. If you were easily offended by people's opinions or views, and thank you for making it this far, but this is not the podcast for you to so see you later. And please enjoy the rest of the show. So we're trying the Swingers Club at the moment. We only watch at the moment and see how it goes. I'm keen. She's very much still unsure. I still have some concerns. What if she decides I'm not enough satisfaction-wise? <clears throat> I don't... Was this the... Oh, he's been fantasizing about threesomes. That was that guy. Right, okay. Because there was a guy about swinging, wasn't there? Swingers. Yeah, yeah. No, he's but so um, that's good though because obviously the swingers thing you don't have to interact. Yeah, that's what he's saying. They're only going to have a look. So yeah, I mean, instead of just diving straight in with another person, it's like that hot because there's an atmosphere in there to that sort of stuff. Yeah, it smells of ninety five percent bumhole. <laughs> I realised from editing the last episode, you love a good bum hole, don't you? 
<laughs> I was talking about the flashlight and you were like stick it up your bum hole and then the shoe you were like stick the shoe up your bum hole <laughs> um, yeah no that I, I couldn't do it that would be in my head as well like what if you finished and then them two are still going and you're like oh is, is, does that make him better than me that he's keep going or is she bored or is she uh, what do you do at that point you just go and, and yeah and then making tea or something start like cradling his balls or something oh <laughs> or in jamie's case playing with his bum hole oh <laughs> that's even worse but <laughs> uh, good luck man i'm sure it'll be okay um uncle joe is a legend guys i can't wait to see him back on the show in 2024 and best of luck this year in other news I'm pretty sure my neighbour is letting their dog shit on my front drive. Every time I come out of the house, I find a poo. At first, I thought it was a fox or something like that, possibly a cat. No fox or cat is that consistent. It's there every morning. I do not think I upset anyone, so I don't get it. Any suggestions on what I can do? Get a fucking camera. Yeah, get a camera. Catch them on camera. Yeah, I bet you can get a pretty good... I think if neighbour clocks the camera, they will... Stop the dog doing it. See, the thing is, like, dogs get in a routine. Like, um, Chewy, my family dog, he has a spot right down the road. Mm-hmm. It's on the grass and all that, but he, like, rushes to get there. That's, like, his toilet. Yeah, they'll have areas they prefer to go in. Yeah, yeah. Rocco won't go unless there's grass. Yeah, no, Chewy won't either. But, um, but that's maybe what's happened. Like, the dog's come out and he's desperate. And he's taking a shit and then they've gone off and he's like, oh, I'm allowed to shit there. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know they probably didn't do anything about it the first time around. Sometimes people don't think too much into dog shit as well. Like there's some lazy cunts, man, that walk dogs. Some yeah. real oh, lazy yeah, yeah. cunts. I remember when I lived in the flat, it was a continual problem. And I actually had a crazy fucking woman come out and address, like, address me one day. Because I, I used to walk Rocco every day after work cause on early shift. I'd get home and take him out and I'd walk him around the area. Mm-hmm. And I'd always pick up Rocco's shit from day one. And um, I was walking around and there was this woman with a pram in front of me. And she was looking back, looking back. And I was thinking, what the fuck? I was like listening to podcasts, just thinking she's some like crazy woman. And then she, she went into a building, obviously put a kid into her flat or whatever. Then come back out the other side of the building when I was around the other side, and was like, "Did you pick up your dog shit? Did you pick up your dog shit?" Like at me, and I was thinking, "Who the fuck's this woman?" And I was like, "Yeah," and she was like, "Do you do it every time?" I was like, uh, "I was like, who are you?" And then she was like, "What do you mean, who am I?" And I was like, "Why are you asking me these questions?" And then she just fucking stormed off. And then we had like a Facebook group for the area at the time, and apparently she did that to like loads of dog walkers but some of them deserve that because they fucking weren't doing it but obviously she didn't know who's who and then about six seven months later she did the same thing to me and was pointing at the shit on the floor that a fucking halfway to a horse would have put down not like my little jack russell and she's like what about that then what about that and i was like yeah about it rocco sniffed that because it's another dog shit yeah so it's just annoying yeah. for dog walkers that that other people are letting their dogs shit everywhere because our dogs won't leave that shit alone. They're just obsessed with it because it smells of mm-hmm. another dog. And um, 
She was like, what about that? I said, that's the size of my dog. <laughs> He's not going to be laying that shit. You fucking crazy. So, oh, right. you I'm I thinking you crazy bitch. I was like, you can watch me all you want. I said, I pick it up all the time. Then she just ran off again. And when I say ran off, she physically was running in and out of the building as though I was going to do something to her. She must have some fun. She's just like sitting by the window looking at people. Watching, yeah. Fucking nut job. She's the sort of person, though, that suddenly when everyone's gone, comes out with a dog and lets it shit everywhere. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm hoping to death that um, she's got a comeuppance by now. Because, like, I do get the frustration, but at the same time, like, if you can't prove who it is, you can't just start shouting at random people. No. What if no, I was in a all. different temperament and I reacted to her? I would have reacted like that. I don't like being snuck up on. I was just, I, I just, do you know when you're like someone saying something to you and you're taking your headphones out and you're mm. not quite understanding what's going on and then you realise what she's talking about, then, then I'm like, what the fuck? And then because it, obviously it's a, a little woman by herself as well, I don't want to be looking like the aggressive male in the situation. So I'm, I, I'm conscious of that as well. Oh, see, I have a, because um, like with ADHD, people, you don't really listen. So like I'll be in my own little world and then I, I match people's energy when I'm not paying attention. <laughs> so if she come out and yelled at me, then I would just automatically be like yelling back, mm. not realizing why I'm doing it. It's <laughs> nuts fucking... all of a sudden. Just walk yeah, off. it just comes out. There's like a second where like I, I go into like automatic before I like pull it back. <laughs> but once you start at that level, you can't pull it back and you've got to continue at it. Mate, unbelievable. <laughs> But I did have a problem when I moved into this house because we had bark out the front initially. Um, we had a cat shitting in the bark and like digging over it. And mm. then in the summer it would really smell and that's how we figured out what was going on. Don't know whose cat it was. Still can't figure out who's going to see the cat around all the time, but we just changed the bark. We took the bark up and did something else instead. And that's yeah, the cats cat are coming. difficult. Normally you put down orange peel. Mm. Like citronella as well. Yeah, yeah. They don't like that sort of thing. They don't like coffee either because I found that out from Gizmo. But um, yeah, the easiest thing, like get like a ring doorbell. They're handy to have anyway, just for the, because if you have been listening to this podcast for a lot, people steal packages. Yeah. <laughs> so to get, and they're not that expensive. Now, mum got quite a good one with like no subscription or anything like that. And it's like rechargeable. She just had to like, put the uh the stand on the door and she just takes it off and recharges it every now and again okay um yeah until you found out who it is you can't really do anything about it no um do- there's no there's no real deterrence for dogs to shit anywhere like with cats you put like sound thing but they're on their own right like the owner and it's not the dog's fault but the owner has to take responsibility for not stopping the dog from taking a shit there yeah it's all it's literally down to the owner yeah. Yeah. And he th- some people don't even need you to like upset him or something like that. They're just either lazy or they just, you know, he's gone and that's it. It's on your Could property. That's now your problem. Off lead and they're up the road by the time the dog's shitting. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So um yeah, the first thing to do is get a ring doorbell or um if you know that they do it in the morning, Get up a little bit earlier and just sit by the window with a cup of tea, just looking out the window. And become the woman that's, that attacked me. That's what I would do. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would do. I'd just be like, I'm going to catch you this morning. 
like you would for a fox with like night vision goggles. <laughs> Foxes are a pain in the ass as well, man. Yeah, luckily we don't. I, we have more problems with fucking deer up here. Um, but yeah, once you caught them, then obviously it's just a, a word with him, and then if not, it means that poo's getting put into a bag and then flung at the front door. That's what I would do. And like, like buy like you get nappy bags from ASDA, like a hundred of them for like a pound. Put it in there, tie a little knot in it, and then just wing it round really quickly. And then just whoosh, straight at the fucking door. Yeah, I mean, it won't make a mess, but it'll make a massive fucking bang and it'll burst maybe in that fucking bag. <laughs> 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 no harm, no foul. Um, but yeah, good luck. Hopefully you can sort it out because that's fucking disgusting, man. It is, man. Like, it is. There's no need for it. That's part of having like owning a dog is you have to pick up after it. Mm. It's just fucking common decency, you know what I mean? Um, so this email in, I left it in, he doesn't got a question, but he just put, I fucking love in the games episodes. Keep them up guys. They're creative. I think we get pretty good with games. So it's really hard sometimes to think of like new ones. Oh yeah, definitely. Especially but, ones um, that you haven't stole from somewhere else. Cause a lot of my games I've stolen like majority of the idea from somewhere else. Yeah. Mine just sort of pop into my head, but. They're getting less and less. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to do, um, what do you call it? Um, Mad Lib monologues again. Yeah, I do. I think for the listeners that do like the games, maybe if you let us know which ones you'd like to see return, that, that will kind of help us in the future. Because there's always yeah, going to be game show episodes. We always pick the ones that, like I like the dating one, where mm. you do have to do like half the child blind because Jamie's fucking hilarious. um but yeah that's not a bad idea yeah let us know if you've heard a game as well we don't mind stealing games yeah you're like i heard this game on this podcast could you do it i'll be like yeah no worries yeah no skin off our nose yeah quite fucking happily (laughs) um but thanks for the uh the email it's always nice just to get some uh some compliments uh right i pressed the button i shouldn't have done Uh, i hope you both had a good christmas guys i'm turning 29 this year do you think i'm too old for nightclubs my work's drinks ended up in a nightclub and i felt so like a 90 year old woman am i too old now do you still go to clubs if so where can we go i haven't been to a fucking club in 10 years I went to a nightclub in December. Um, I think genuinely that nightclubs are done. I don't think they're really the place to go anymore. I think the better places to be um, in general, I think I like like bars and stuff like that. Pubs that uh, pubs are open till like 2am now. And stuff. Oh, are they? Yeah, most pubs are. A lot of pubs. So... Uh, I think it's be- you're better off going to bars and going from bar to bar to bar than going to a nightclub. Because we, I, we used to, uh, our thing when all of us were going out regularly, I say regularly, like twice a year, um, would be pre-drinks at someone's house and then go straight to a club. Yeah. And when we did that, 
like that club's still there, but I, it, you could see over the years it was getting less and less and less and less and less. And I think when I went, when I've been out recently with a lot of the guys from working out are slightly older than me, they're all going to like these bars and stuff and they're heaving and they're with people that are like in their mid twenties and younger as well. So that's where everyone's at now is the, is like the bars rather than the, the nightclubs. Mm-hmm. I think people go to the nightclubs when they're really fucked up at the end of the night, but I don't think it's like a like a place to, to go anymore. I know that it's like you wouldn't base your night out or go into a nightclub. No, not unless you're on holiday. Like I'd I'd go on in a club on holiday mm. just because it's like it's something I wouldn't normally do. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, it's so oh no, I couldn't, I I wouldn't want to. <laughs> I can You're not imagine much of a dance, though, are you, Dan? You don't really dance, do you? When I'm hammered, mm. it's not really dancing. It's more like clambering about, having a fit. Yeah, <laughs> like Jamie's monkey routine that he does when he's pissed. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, I don't know. It's just, it's just fucking noise, isn't it? Noise and everything's like sweaty, and everyone's jumping around and bumping into you. And fu- oh, mate, sounds like the worst fucking place to be. It depends where you go, because like for the last ten years or so, when we were doing nightclubs, we'd always end up in like the cheesy room where you listen to like fucking the Killers and stuff like that, rather than like dance music, because dance music shit. The what room? The cheesy room. Yeah, cheesy room, cheesy music, and that. Where's that? In like, like every night, most nightclubs have a cheesy room. Canal. Yeah, no, I'd much rather just go to a bar. Mm. Most of the time, me and Spina just go to Brewdog. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a gastro pub. Yeah, well, and I, I, it's annoying now that I, can, I only drink cider because that because we're staying at the hotel next week. Yeah, which I can't wait for. So I'll be their breakfasts are pretty fucking banging. Um, it's hard to say like about being too old. I think there's a. I think it's more about you, right? There's a lot of people out there that. They're in their fucking forties and still going to nightclubs and yeah. I, th- I think people... once you hit forty, then start questioning yourself. I think before that, don't. I think do whatever you want. Look at the people people from Geordie Shore. They're still fucking going. Mm. I mean, that's pretty rough to base yourself on on those people, but for a loose example, would be alright. But um, and especially as well, it's like your friend group too, right? Like if you and all your friends are similar ages with similar interests and you'll go and you're like this isn't really for us anymore that's not really your age you just you just need to find something new me personally i i could easily blow 100 quid on a night out so i like the best which i think is easy now especially if you go to nightclubs is you'd blow about 100 quid including taxes and all that shit so i think the best thing for you to do it's just to book a weekend in like somewhere like Malaga when it costs you 90 quid to get there. And then you mm. can just spend 40 quid on the night and then come home. <laughs> like I've done it so many times where I've done like two nights in like Spain or something and then come home and it, it's, it's much better, much better. Well, cause everyone's on holiday. Yeah. Better, better atmosphere. Everyone's relaxed. There's no agginess that you get in like nightclubs from like young lad. When I was watching the last time I was in a nightclub before this time in December, I was watching two 20 year old kids like knock the living shit out of each other. And everyone was getting like all aggy and stuff. And I was like, this is what we were like when we were young. 
And I was just like, I'm too old. If someone, if one of them was trying to start on me, I'd just be like, nah, you're right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, you would have just fucking swung. I would have jumped on him, yeah. <laughs> but I would have probably jumped on matey boy even if he didn't start on me. Yeah, no, like, makes me laugh as well because I was watching, I'm still watching Friends. You won't have to hear for much longer because I'm on the last season. But sometimes I, I'm watching it and I'm thinking to myself, like, fucking hell are their lives complicated. They're, like, making out with each other. They're hiding. They've got secrets. They're doing this. They're doing that. And I'm like, I can handle that shit, man. Like, even when I was younger, my life wasn't that fucking complicated. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like you say about going to a nightclub, especially in the UK, there is always some shit going on that you don't want to be involved in. Yeah, because I think the type of blokes that are in these clubs a lot of the time are like, we used to call them lounge lizards back in the day where they're like just creeping on girls and shit. And because mm. everyone's out of their box. If you see someone that's re- relatively sober at 3am, it's because they're trying to like fucking take advantage of a girl. That's what they're doing. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, that's what makes me think, right? It's not really your age then. It's more like, just the shit that comes with coming and going into a nightclub. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah, I don't it's, think it's age at all. No, because a nightclub essentially is just a place with loud music and lights. It's the dickheads that are there that are ruining it for everyone else. Yeah. It makes you feel like you're out of place. I, re- <laughs> I remember being, in, we went to Leeds um, years ago, me and my brothers and that. Me and my brothers and Matt and Tom. Do you remember Tom? We mm. all went up there together because Tom went to Leeds University, so he knew it was like quite a good night out. So we drove up to Leeds, and uh, we were in the queue for um, the club. Mm-hmm. And they turn and this like we're all standing there chatting shit to each other, slightly buzzed because we've been drinking since like three in the afternoon. And there was this fella just walk straight up to Matt. Like he come out of nowhere. Matt is like the most innocent guy in the world as well. Walks straight up to Matt, nose to nose with Matt, yeah, and goes, "What are you looking at? What are you starting at me?" <laughs> and Matt's like, "I'm not even. I didn't even know where you were, man. What are you talking about?" And then he's like, "You fucking pussy hole," and then just walked off, yeah. <laughs> and you know when um, something takes you by surprise so much that you just go into uncontrollable laughter. Yeah, that's that's what I did, and I was like actually screaming, laughing at this fella, and he like w- got even more aggy, and then you just see the bouncers throwing him down the road, and I was like, "Fuck me, man!" First night in Jesus Leeds, and Christ. this is what happens. <clears throat> yeah, see, I can't handle shit like that. That's what. That's when I'm like, I'm too old for this. Like, I could go to a club if it was like everything's not, you know, everyone's having a drink and everyone's not. But as soon as anything like that, I'm like, nah, I'm too old for this. No, I just think there's there's an idiot. You could be in a Tesco's. And how many times have I been in Tesco's and there's an idiot? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's the world's built on, isn't it? Mm. But um, don't let it stop you enjoying yourself. Like I said, maybe you just need a, you know, maybe, yeah, nightclubs, give it a break and try going, just going to a pub and doing like a pub crawl or something like that. I don't mind like going out for a meal and then end up at like a bar. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's the ideal situation nowadays. Yeah, yeah. You've gone out having something to eat. You've had a couple of drinks and you're like, oh, I could keep going here. And then you go to a pub and it carries on. Pub's normally a better atmosphere anyway. Don't mean we're getting old, Dan? 
No. I've been like that since like 25, so I don't think I am. That's what I mean, yeah. <laughs> you just, your taste changed, doesn't it? It's not to do with uh, being old or anything like that. It's the same with like with food. Some stuff that I like when I was younger, I probably don't like now. Yeah. You just, you just the, changed, The one you? thing I, that has changed over the years with me and drinking is I am now, I never used to care about the next day and how I'd feel mm. the next day. As years have gone on and I felt worse and worse and worse, then obviously I didn't know I was allergic to beer as well at the same time. I, I was like getting such bad hangovers that it was putting me off doing, I actually cancelled full nights out because I was like, I don't want to be fucking in a state tomorrow. Yeah. And I think that shows age. Well, it shows more thought than anything. <laughs> but I mean, as well, like your mates change, right? And, and that changes everything as well. Mm. But there's a lot of factors. But like I say, you don't want to ruin your nights out thinking that you're too old. You just got to find something that you enjoy doing and don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. I much rather, me and Sabina went to a, play board games with a couple of her mates. And we were driving home. It was like half 12 or one o'clock or something. And we're both like, I'd much rather sit in someone's house playing board games, drinking and eating than go out and get completely smashed. Yeah. yeah I mean, I think there's a time and much place for enough. everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm quite happy to go out and have drinking and stuff like that. But if you gave me a choice, I'd much rather play like stupid board games, having a laugh, mm. relaxed in my tracky bottoms. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, fuck it. <laughs> um... Sister says, it was my mother-in-law that was allergic to water. I still don't know if I believe her. So I don't know if I, I must have said his mum or something. Possibly. Sorry for getting it wrong. You know, potato or tar. That's a long time ago. I'm sure we had a <laughs> yeah, guest on that show, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, Brian, I think. Yeah. But... Um, it obviously didn't ruin your holiday, and and if she's allergic to war, maybe she just doesn't like you. Who knows? <laughs> maybe she's allergic <laughs> to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm sorry if I got it wrong. I didn't mean to. I mean, it's I, my brain. Um, do you think Madness or the specials were more successful? Madness in a fucking heartbeat. What the fuck? I wasn't expecting that. I don't remember this question being. Um... Yeah, it's definitely madness. Matt, weren't one of the facts mad from our game show thing that madness did like fourteen number ones in a year or something? Like, or if you ask, years. like madness off the top of my head, I could think of way more than the, the specials. specials. I can only think of Ghost Town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they tried to come back, but it, they did like a lot of like political stuff, and it wasn't as good. So yeah, the Americans don't even know who they are. Scar music wasn't that big over there. <laughs> so, the official top 20 biggest selling groups of all time Madness are number 18. There you go. Baggy Trousers sold uh, 6.15 million copies. Fucking hell. That's, that's one, one, of their, one of their hits. Let me put um, the specials and see what happens. I think that the specials predate them. How many number ones do the specials have? 
two. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, Ghost Town. And... They're both of the, the similar time, weren't they? They formed in 1977. Ghost Town. Uh, a madness formed in 1976. There you go. So a year before. But I mean, if you look at it like Madness, I think the specials disappeared for a while. Like they stopped. Madness has just been going. Yeah, I mean, they haven't stopped. Yeah, they had a brief hiatus, didn't they? And then they come back around the Queen's Jubilee years ago. I remember them coming on. Um, Suds was in a TV advert when he for ages, like car insurance or something. Yeah. Come on, that was. He, they were great in, um, there's a British TV show called Young Ones. Mm. and they were in it twice because <clears throat> in each episode they had like a different band playing and yeah. um yeah they're in it twice there's a great in the first time they were in it they're in season one and um rick mail goes up to suds and he's like do you know any um oh who's the guy that he likes george Mike, not george michael uh, anyway he's like oh do you know any of this music and the guy's yeah you hum it and i'll punch your fucking face in I was like, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Fucking loves Suds. Who, Cliff Richard. That was who he loves in, in The Young Ones. Cliff Richard. Cliff Richard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going up to Madness and asking to play Cliff Richard. Um, um, do you know, uh, I when I was a young, young, young kid, I brought a Madness album in to uh, school. Mm. Like a CD. And do you remember them, like, books in the CDs? They had, like, pictures of... Uh, in the inside the book, I had pictures of each of the members of Madness, and I had my class convinced. Obviously, the teacher wasn't convinced, but the kids in my class convinced that Suds was my dad in it. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was Why like not? telling their parents, and it's like, and that, no, that's not true. That's not true. I remember standing there like, <laughs> like this. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um. Oh, I've got heartburn now. Um, yeah, there was back in the day, and still now, Jamie always has madness on like any party. Like madness yeah, has to come up on from the family party. Yeah, special um, uh, ghost town would as well probably be on there. Yeah, but I don't think you get the same reaction to a special song as you would. Nah, it normally goes off a madness song. Trousers on. Yeah, yeah, I love. Um, is it Dove? By Madness as well. Um, I can't remember how it goes. I like that one too. There's a, quite a few of them that I liked. <clears throat> and I always liked um, My House, not My House. Our House. Our House. So um, I think you're a bit biased though. Like I would, Madness is great. I was, I've always loved Madness. Yeah. Um, hey boys, Merry Christmas. Yeah, we're still going that's through Christmas emails. Yeah. <laughs> that's a peak beyond that's a peak beyond the curve of the listeners. <laughs> uh I can't wait to hear the Christmas stories from you guys. That was the last episode, I think. I can't yeah. remember. Um so my Christmas has started off very dramatic. My auntie has left my uncle and is now with my second cousin. All of the these people were due to be at my grandparents this year for Christmas. So we have had to take it in the 
cheating auntie and cousins this year <laughs> so they don't spend Christmas alone. I don't know how I feel about it. I really don't know how to act around this new couple. It feels like ancestral EastEnders for me as they all seem like family members, even though my auntie isn't blood related, but all my life she's been my auntie. What do you think? That is a fucking conundrum. Yeah, that like when I read that, I was like, um, I had to reread it. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Right, let's hope, obviously, we're weeks after Christmas. So let's hope that went well. Um, that's an awkward Christmas day. Rather you than me. Um, <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's no, there's nothing worse than controversy on Christmas Day. So uh, hopefully it went well. Yeah, because I felt bad because obviously he sent that on Christmas Eve, but we had like a massive influx and we'd already recorded two yeah. weeks. So. Um, I'm assuming everything all right because he didn't email him again to say Christmas all went to fucking hell. But that's a really weird situation to be put in. And, but it's it's hard because obviously he says the auntie isn't blood related. So really, they're not doing anything wrong. They're like, not, well, in, the, the only thing they're doing wrong Incest wise. But to leave the uncle... For the second cousin, that's like really fucking. That's, that's like Jeremy like Carl shit. Isn't it? Level a thousand. <laughs> like you're destroying families. But good on you for going around and keeping them company on Christmas because that'd be fucking. I bet mm. you drew the short straw on that one. I don't. I, I. There's nothing we could give. There's no advice we could give there. <laughs> to, to sit and grin and bear it don't bring it up just pretend like nothing's fucking happened yeah that, that's well that's the english way of dealing with it i think i, think I wonder what the age gap is you'd hope it's close if he's like fucking 18 and she's 45 or something then it's gonna be a little bit weird oh yeah you know like feeding each other at the dinner table yeah oh, playing footsies <laughs> <laughs> you just want to try and get through it as like quick as possible do you know what i would do i would say oh mate oh, i've tested positive for covid two years after the pandemic sorry mate can't come over see you later but what happened to the uncle because surely he must have went to the nans i would assume oh uh, yeah because i was like i feel a bit more bad for him because the auntie's gone off left him alone to be with someone else like he's just like fucking blinded headlight like like a deer and then he's she's scarpered and he's on his own yeah that's exactly what's happened so i think he's gone to the nans then our listeners had to stay uh at home and take these shenanigan makers in how do you even have that conversation God like with the uncle must have, <laughs> must have been a group chat you ain't having that you... over the phone the cousin was there when the conversation was going on. Mm. He comes home from work and they're in the kitchen. Oh, Just God. fucking blindsides him. <laughs> I've met someone else. He's not. What do you mean you met someone else? I've met someone else. Oh, who is it? Your nephew, Terry. 
Fucking hell. <laughs> that is EastEnders. It is, yeah. It is, well, normally in EastEnders at Christmas, someone dies, so. Yeah, I wonder who died this year. What, in EastEnders? Mm. That's a good point, actually. I don't know. We didn't watch it this year. Or Jeff might have done. We were playing board games. Um, do you get him a gift? No. <laughs> just flat out, no. No. Just a card. A card you give with... him a fucking shoe with a bit of coal in it, Dan. <laughs> Not even like a five pound Asda voucher or something. No. Coal. <laughs> I would try and get out of there, man. You know, I, you can I get an app. That... With faking illness. You can get an app that rings when you need it to, to fake like a phone call and you could leave. Mm. Or you could set an alarm and set it for the uh, the right time, put it as a ring. But nah. rings. I've done that before to someone. I'm not going to say who, but I've done it before. <laughs> I think the app's easier. Sounds like a phone call. You could answer it or look like a phone call. Yeah. Oh, the alarm sound like a phone call. It went ring, ring, and I just went, <laughs> hello. Oh, really? Oh, sorry, mate. Got to go. Someone, Bye-bye. uh, that's no, normally you just text a mate. You're like, dude, I need you to ring me. And they're like, why? And you're like, I'll tell you when you ring me. <laughs> and they ring you, are like, who's died? Fucking yeah. hell. I'd just like to be a fly on the wall in the kitchen when that was, well, who said it was in the kitchen? Maybe they, the uncle caught them. If the uncle caught him, then fucking oh! Now that'd be Christmas over, wouldn't it? Yeah. The new, the new couple. I don't know. It's hard. I think I think I'd much rather deal with like an age gap than deal with like two family members getting together. I just wouldn't even acknowledge it. I just wouldn't even acknowledge what's going on. <laughs> I would just call in sick. I would. There's no way I would have gone to that Christmas day. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Um, sorry, we couldn't get your email before Christmas. We were just trying to trying to get ahead. And um, if something did crazy, something something crazy did happen, please email in. Um, I think I did say that in the reply. Um, we'd uh, we'd love to hear what happened. Hey, gentlemen, I wish you a happy Christmas and a brilliant new year. Keep the show going, lads. I believe you have a really good thing going. Strongly with your JCBs, this hasn't come up, but I'd like to hear your opinions on AI. It doesn't need to be JCB to hear it either. Ooh, AI, Jamie. That has, that's not going to be an upcoming one, is it? You haven't got notes on that. No, no. <laughs> There's loads of films coming out about AI recently. It's like it's like in the 80s, we had the um, Russians as bad guys. In the 90s and 2000s, we had the like the um, the Arabs as bad guys. And now, what have we got? The AIs and the robots. They're the, they're the bad guys now. Do you think AI... Is a bad thing or a good thing? I think in ways it could be good. I think it needs to be it needs to be capped. So it can't become more intelligent than it needs to be. Mm. There needs to be a fail safe there. 
knowing humanity, we're going to go right down the road of Terminator, and that's what's going to happen. But um, you do hope that we're not going to go down that road. AI helps us with the podcast. It helps loads of stuff when when it comes to like filters and stuff like that. All this shit is getting put through AI. But it is getting dangerous. Like it can take your voice. There's a hundred percent chance now with the amount of hours of recording that we've got that it would be able to fully take our voices yeah. and do whatever it wants with it. Yeah, that's the thing though, isn't it? Because they were saying that's why during the actor strike, I think they were adding stuff like that. They were saying that they want to start buying the actor's voice and appearance mm-hmm. and then using it for whatever they want. Like they don't have to get any residual checks or anything like that. It's like a one-time payment for your your likeness and voice, and then the AI does everything for you. Because I'm pretty sure they've done that with someone. I can't remember who they've done it with. It was some. Yeah, there was an actor, wasn't there? I think it might be Bruce Willis. Is it? I can't remember. They did say that someone it happened to someone, but then there was that scam as well from the fella that's on the telly that gives you advice about. Um, like your yeah, home insurance. They took his, his name. Yeah, they yeah were trying to get you to. Was it? It was a Facebook video of him saying you need to invest in this company. Yeah, and he was yeah, like, "That's not did. me." Yeah, don't invest in the company. So, like, yeah, no, I agree. I think it can be good, but I think it needs to be because, like, people's jobs are. Because when it when the chat GPT or whatever was it called, Jack Jack Cat. So <laughs> I've never used it, but like. That's writing people's like essays for like college and shit, isn't it? Yeah. That's, that's fucking. Well, that's another mental. dangerous thing that it does as well, which I've been caught out a few times with, is do you know when you are scrolling through TikTok and you watch a video with um, Joe Rogan? Yeah. And obviously, Joe Rogan's known to be putting out all these conspiracy theories and all these like believable things. They, they've done it with Joe Rogan's voice saying about this app, about um, this game. And if you download it, it, you get paid by this game and all this stuff. And that's all a fake AI thing. That's oh, really? Bullshit, yeah. But it looks like and sounds like it's him on this podcast talking about it. So then that will be enough to get loads of young people to download that game. Oh, yeah, definitely. Fucking hell, my mum sent me a picture worries me oh god she sent me a lego giraffe (laughs) i um yeah because people were saying like the ai in that that you don't even need to take photos anymore you can just have an image and the the ai will just make it for you fill it in yeah and then the new google 8 you can take you can delete things it will like put in the background for you. you can take out sound and like all that sort of stuff and it's like fucking us and you can um manipulate people's faces in the, on the new google as well like yeah. if you take a photo and someone's not smiling ai will make them smile yeah that's what i mean it's crazy what you can get done nowadays yeah so what do you need insane. like models and shit like that for if they just fucking do whatever you want I do think it will go. Like I, I know what our society is like as regards to letting things go until it's too far gone. Like look at the gender thing. 
look at the internet. They let the internet mm. go too far, and there's people that are doing like the dark side of the web, fucking snuff videos and all that shit. Oh, like yeah, the dark stuff yeah. go too far. There's no cap on it, and now they can't control it, and that will be mm. what happens with AI. I tell you right now, I ain't getting on a fucking plane without a pilot. Yeah, well, because they're talking about that, isn't they? Because they want to do that. They've been wanting to do that in the army for fucking ages, but <clears throat> they were talking about having a a commercial flight with no pilot like that. Yeah, one fucking cockpit away. But one fucking electric storm or whatever, and that fucking's fried. What are you gonna do then? See you later. Yeah. Bye bye. Not a chance. I'll I'll fucking quit. I won't I won't go on holiday anymore. I'll stay in the UK. <laughs> I'll, they can have my taxes. I ain't getting you on a fucking plane with no pilot. Then. Yeah, I know you would be uh, drunk off your ass. <laughs> One more drink before I get on. <laughs> I mean. But um, yeah, no, sometimes it is scary. I think myself, like when you hear about how what it can do and stuff like that. But then there's also as well, they're saying about implants and stuff like that. Because obviously Jim we have as a guest on the show is losing his eyesight. And they're saying in the next couple of years, yeah. Stuff like AI, they can it do an implant and it will just give you sight back. I think that's amazing. Yeah, Elon Musk was talking about that on uh, the Joe Rogan show, and he said about that if you were always blind, you can mm-hmm. get sight, which is really good. So there is positives to the, yeah. like the expansion of um, the expansion of uh, technology. But as I said, I, I just know, I, I know how we, we are as a society and I know it will be like the internet all over again. It will be let let to go too far and then influences the whole world then. Like how do, how do we know the information we're getting told in Google or whatever is not complete bollocks? Mm-hmm. If you Googled something today to like fact, fact find, and an AI process decided to tell you a different, completely different answer. You just took that as gospel. You would just take that as gospel, wouldn't you? You would know no different. Yeah. So we're already lined up to be manipulated by it. It's just a matter of time. I think it will end up being a a wealth thing. I think AI will be nice and handy for all like um, the wealthy and that can afford it. Spreading and propaganda. Then all the- yeah, and all the people like us that can't afford to have our eyesights back and all this fancy shit, we just get like um, what's that film? Uh, there's a couple of them. The one with Matt Damon, Elysium, Elysium, yeah, and um, the Battle Robot, um, Akira, no, um, Alita, oh, is it Alita? Yeah. That's a similar sort of thing. So, like, all the rich people that can afford all this fancy medicine and stuff like that live up in the sky. And then all the cheap, like, what they would consider there was a, become would be on the bottom. There was a... Uh, there's Timeless with... What's his name in it? Where it's like you get you pay in minutes. Oh, yeah, in time, life. yeah. Um, Just and then there's uh, also Timberlake. a film with Jude Law in it and Forrest Whip. Uh, Whitmaker, whatever his name is, Whitaker, Whitaker. Um, and they're like Repo Men. It's called. Uh, it's called Repo Men. Oh, I love Repo Men. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, where you've got like artificial organs and if you don't pay, then they take it back. Oh, yeah. look, it's another tax film. Yeah. That's yeah. where we're going, Dan. That is where we're going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, no, I think it's a good thing, but I think it needs to... But then who could you choose to regulate it? Like, you need to... Like, you can't trust the fucking government. You can't trust our government anyway. They're a piece of shit. So who are you trusting to regulate what the AI can can't. and can't do? You can't. It's the only fucking problem, isn't it? But yeah, hopefully that yeah you found that interesting. I don't know if I would. <laughs> I did anyway. I think a lot of, especially a lot of the companies developing AI as well, they are pretty much anti-establishment as well. So they're not going to be the government's going to be able to regulate it. They'll do their best, but I don't know. I just it. think, like you said, everything gets spoiled by the people that think they can control, and <clears throat> I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. It's it's happening either way. Mm. You know what I mean? There's no... You're not stopping it now. No. You know what I mean? So, bring out the first AI brothel. Bring it on. <laughs> They're already in Japan. You can go to, like, a, a brothel that's just sex dolls. Like, life-looking... Life uh, and down in the basement, the they just... Yeah, they just clean them out and fucking hang them back up again. Um, <laughs> so this listener says thanks for all your hard work the past year guys i hope you enjoy your days off around the holidays i'm back to work as of yesterday as a after a prolonged break isn't january a misery yes. my worker trying to do a rising star of the week each week for us to get through january and i'm just not feeling it how do i make it through january without killing another human being where's well you in tell this episode, me yeah, Jamie. You tell me. I know you're Jamie's paying. really good for <laughs> <right> now. <laughs> um, I hate that fucking uh, employee of the month, rising star. It's all just shit to get your, your managers to get you to work harder. You buy into it when you're young. I remember we all bought into that back in the fucking co op days. And then you, as you go through life and realize that everywhere's shit. Then you just re- you realise they're just trying to find a way to keep you motivated. That's all yeah. they're doing. They don't care about in your our work, personal feelings. Yeah, in our work, it's that they give it to people they want something out of. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean, so they'd be like, "Oh, we need this person to do this amount of work. Give him the employee of the month, and he'll he'll feel like it, and then we'll ask him." I mean, it's all fucking horseshit. Absolute crap. It is. It is. And the, they never give you anything good anyway. No, I remember people used to get like a box of chocolates and stuff. They don't even do... We didn't even get a Christmas present at Christmas this year, so they certainly ain't doing fucking employee of the months. I don't even know what we get. I think we get a voucher. One of those ones you can like use anywhere vouchers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was before. I don't even know if we still do fucking employee of the month. There, at one point... Because it was such a joke, because you used to, before the management decided who was employee of the month, we decided. All oh, right. So there was a stint where all the Polish people were taking turns filling out forms, <laughs> nominating each other. <laughs> so you, you just see them all in the in the changing rooms with the forms going, who is it this week? And putting everyone's name in. Never got to me. I'm not Polish. <laughs> That's what I mean. It becomes a popularity contest a lot of the time. 
Yeah. Um, I, I remember there was a fellow that used to work really hard for me. Um, and I said, I went away on holiday as I, as I do. And I said to my second in command, I said, make sure he's employee of the month next month. And she was like, yeah, 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 yeah. But she weren't that keen on him. I'll come back and he weren't made it, made up the employee of the month. And it's because it, she wasn't that bored by him. She made one of her little friends the fucking employee of the month. Oh, and it kicked off. I just didn't say nothing and put him as employee of the month two months in a row, the next two months, just to piss her off. Because <laughs> I <that> was spiteful. <laughs> That's what you got doing it. Rub it back in her face. Um, get through January. I find it easier if you've booked something, something to like look forward to to keep your mind off it. Yeah, I said before, me and yeah, me and Sabina are going away just for a night to Aberdeen. I know it's our our year thing, but I think we would have booked something anyway just to get away. Mm-hmm. Um, you just can't spend money. You know what I mean? That's what. That's why January is so miserable. You've you've got this high because you spent loads of money on presents for everyone, and then it's over. You've you've got to save. Everyone's on a health kick, trying not to eat. And I I purely think that the health kick is just because no one can afford fucking food anymore. I think it's from people overindulging over Christmas because ev- everyone that I've spoke to are like, oh yeah, I'm not doing this, not doing that, not doing this, and I'm just like, mate. We know by fucking February they're going to be back straight doing what they were doing fucking in yeah. November. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Fucking meat is so expensive now as well. Like, ridiculously expensive. Yeah. But, um, there's just no answer, man. January is just a sh- January is just one massive Monday. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. That's the best way to put it. It literally, for me, because I do six to six when I'm working, I'm going to work in the dark and coming home in the dark, and that fucks Mm -hmm. me up. That does fuck me up. Yeah. That's how I get, like, sometimes, like, because before they put a fucking clock up in front of me, the the, um, cutting room would have, like, the door open, Mm. and I could tell what time it was by how bright it was. And when it was black, I was like, oh, it's home time soon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, you just got to mix it up and you're like, uh, you know, try once a week, you know, making like a really nice dinner for yourself or something like that. Like me and Sabina, we've been going through TikTok and finding like recipes and we're making and stuff on there just yeah. to like make the dinners a bit more exciting. And yeah, and I, and like I wouldn't pay too much attention to what your work are doing because your work are just doing stuff because they know people are in a down mood. They're do- mm-hmm. trying to motivate people and that attempt of trying is not going to work on a lot of people like our listener. So just ignore what they're doing. Don't even pay attention to their employee of the month. Just carry on and deal with your own personal shit. Don't worry about it. Oh yeah, work to me now is purely I go in and I get through it. I come home. <laughs> that's what they get that's what they get out of me now i don't they don't get any more than that because like it it doesn't affect my life you know what i mean mm. like whatever happens during those 10 hours on with that shit fu- that fucking place once i'm left like i just picture myself behind the steering wheel driving home that's what i do like, all day <laughs> <laughs> See, i wish the... i could do that man I'm, I'm just so overly aggressive it's unreal like i just oh no i am too i just moan like fuck <laughs> to everything 
about everything. <laughs> I keep giving everyone dirty looks. There was a guy that was whistling. Mm. It was driving me fucking mad. And I was I just kept going, who the fuck is whistling? And then I finally found him and I just caught his eye. And I swear to God, I burnt a laser fucking straight through that fucking guy's head. <laughs> <laughs> I just stared, I just caught him and it locked. And I was like, you're looking away first. And I just stood there. The meat was piling up. And I'm just looking at him. I'm like, you fucking whistle one more time. I'm going to fucking come around and kill you. <laughs> oh, Building God. a knife while you're saying it. Oh, it's so hard not to fucking get overwhelmed. But um, but yeah, just try and mix it up. Like, you, you know, you get trying to get yourself out of like a rut. Like I said, even like just a different meal or something like that is something to look forward to. Try yeah. something different. Everyone who does the health gig. It's definitely. Oh, it's easier if you've got a partner. Yeah, and it's not fair to take your mood out on them either, which I I try not to do. But it is easier said than done. (laughs) Oh, it's heartburn. Must be that entire packet of Oreos that I ate. (laughs) Um, but yeah, good luck, man. It's it's almost over anyway. Like I know you sent your email in, but we're. What can you do? But um. You'll make it. You always do. Once it's over, it's over. Well, until next year. <laughs> uh, hey, lads. Happy New Year to you both. Brilliant and genuine men. Thanks very much. Uh, I have a question for you both. I've been living with my fiance for two-ish years now, and we still argue most weeks about my sleeping schedule. I nap a lot during the week as I am on a 6am to 4pm every weekday and at the weekends I enjoy laying. My other half wants to get up and out of the house by 9am and during the week she gets angry if I'm asleep when she finishes work at 6. How do I come to a compromise without totally giving in? I don't want to sacrifice the sleep but I don't want to be in a continual burden on the relationship. Thank you. I love this question because me and you are both avid nappers and I'm I do a six till four. So this uh, this email makes me happy. <laughs> um I when I was on early shift I used to be a real fucker for napping. I I would nap from when well, it wasn't deliberate. I'd come home and I'd fall asleep. It wasn't mm. every day I would try to fight it, but I would just still fall asleep. And then um, when I switched to the shift and one now, six to six, I get through that barrier now where I don't need to sleep now in the afternoon. Because obviously if I go to sleep when I get in, I may as well just not wake up to the next day. Mm-hmm. So I get through that barrier. I'm fucking knackered around two, three o'clock at work. And then that's normally when I'll go and eat. And then that will be like my real life. And then that will do me for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlotte, for I've been with Charlotte for 10 years, over 10 years. And we still, every now and then, we'll have an argument about how late I sleep on the weekend. <laughs> but if you're working six to six, the rest of the week... You, if if I want to sleep until eleven o'clock in the afternoon on a fucking Saturday, I will. <laughs> I don't think that's the answer. <laughs> well, yeah. The um, see, I do till four, and and Spina works till five. Mm. 
So I I give myself like an hour, even when I come home, I'm like, have an hour. And that just gets me through until like nine, ten o'clock. Yeah. And like, what's the, like, she's at work. Then I don't see the, like, what are you supposed to be doing? You're just waiting for her to come home anyway. Why don't you just fucking have a sleep? I don't understand why people get so fucking aggravated about it. I think some people want the dinner sorted out or something. If someone's finished earlier than the other, they want dinner sorted. They want like house tidied or whatever. Yeah, but she's had another two hours sleep. Maybe more than that than you have. Like, that's why, like Sabina's really good because she'll wake me up. I'll say to her like, I'm going to have an hour. Can you give me a call? And she'll wake me up after an hour. Yeah. And like, I still get up and help her make dinner or some days I I make dinner while she's at the gym and stuff like that like you have to recharge and it's not six till four he's probably getting up at five o'clock I am oh yeah yeah well I yeah like on a weekday I'm up at four to drive to yeah. work do you know what I mean because I've got to drop dogs off and shit like that but I don't know it, it's, it's it's a situation where compromise needs to be used and there's compromises in like she needs to understand that you're fucking knackered yeah and at the same time if if there's plans in the afternoon you can't go to sleep or if there's plans on a weekend day and you're going to say if you're going down to the beach for the day or something you've got to leave by about nine o'clock you can't be rocking out of bed at 11 o'clock in the, in the morning and expect her to be in a good mood because that's not going to happen do you know what I mean I think though Sundays places don't open till 11 or 12 so why can't if she wants to do something on the Saturday say well Sunday I want to lay in like nothing's open we're not going out early Mm. like that's you know there's two days I think what it is is I do think a lot of it's to do with how you've been brought up as well because like I wake up late because my parents woke up late. Do you know what I mean? Shards mm. up at the crack of dawn. Like fucking the moon rises. Uh, the, moon, the sun rises. Shards waking up like a fucking bird or something. And then <laughs> um, that's where her, her parents are like. Like when we were in Portugal at Christmas, Shard and her parents are all out. I've got music on doing all this type of shit by 9am. I'm on holiday. Yeah. I'm on holiday. I know we ain't leaving the villa till gone 11 o'clock. So why would I get up at 9am to sit there? No. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I hate that as well. Like they've gotten up and they're putting music and stuff on because you're the last one in bed. It's like you, you still have to be considerate that somebody's on fucking sleep. Oh no, I'm far enough down the corridor you can't hear it until you get into the living room. Oh, Okay. But it, it okay. but like they're up and established and they've had breakfast and stuff like that by the time I get up. And sometimes I was getting up at like half nine, ten, and they, they'd done everything that they were doing in the morning and they were just sitting there chilling. And I was just like, I have no problem with that. I will get up and do my own thing. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning of mine and Charlotte's relationship, she would be like, make sure you get up, make sure you get up. Uh, that's when there was like a lot of head but- uh, button of heads going on at the beginning. I think mm-hmm. it's only natural. And Charlotte's uh, back down on it a bit. I've stopped being as bad as I was. And like you kind of come into a medium. But there's times where I'm in a bad headspace, like now, where I'll sleep longer because I feel as though, why do I need to get up? Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. 
but I still, even today, I've been off today and yesterday. I didn't nap at any of the days because I don't feel like I need to because I haven't been on my feet for 12 hours. That's another thing as well. Like, depending on what your partner does, like if they're just sat at a desk, they have no idea what it is to be like working in a factory for 10, 10 hours. Mm. Like your hands are fucking, your back's killing. Some days, like, actually most days, <laughs> Sabina like hugs me and I'm just like, oh, careful. I'm like my back. I'm like on my arm, my my neck, my face. <laughs> For me, the worst time is summer because I can't really sleep. That's why we've got the air con. I can't, oh, really, yeah, fucking... I can't really sleep with the heat. Then yeah. I go into work and I'm sweating from the time because obviously no, my work does that can't sort their shit out and get our area regulated in the in the temperature so it's always way over spec and i'm wearing like a fucking pvc suit almost like it's a fucking plastic uh sweatsuit and i'm like sweating the whole day and then i'll come home and i've got not nothing left Uh, all of my (laughs) all of the fluids that were in me all day have gone and like shots like oh why are you so tired then because I've sweated for fucking 14 hours straight and haven't slept. That's why I'm tired. <laughs> I, yeah, I would say to the, like the listener, I'd be like, you need to find out what she's expecting you to do when you get home. Yeah. You need to compromise. For a start. Yeah. And then I would say she needs to understand that you've probably been up since half four, or whatever to get to work and get home mm-hmm. and there's not it's not unreasonable for you to get like an hour's power nap to get you through like to just to isn't like you can still cook dinner and do whatever the hell she wants but you know you need to fucking recharge for like an hour you just need to chill out and then there's two days of the weekend and sun like i said you can say to her like look i'm happy to get up at 10, 9 a.m on a saturday and go out wherever you want but i need a lay-in and nothing's open on a sunday so Sunday is now a day where I'm not going to get up until 10 o'clock or yeah. 11 or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there you go. And why would you want a fucking Sunday? Day of rest, my friend. Day of rest. <laughs> That's what I was telling Charlotte on Sunday. Yeah. It's <laughs> in the was, fucking Bible. Charlotte has this weird thing where she feels guilty if she doesn't do enough. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, it's the weekend. I don't want to do anything. Like, so if... um I'm supposed to be doing something. It, it winds me up. Something that I don't want to do, like DIY or something. But Charlotte feels bad for not doing it. I'm just like, Charlotte, it's dead. on Sunday she was clearing out her cupboards and that. She was like, oh, I don't know if I can be bothered. Or blah, 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 blah. I was like, it's day of rest. Don't worry about it. I said, I'm doing mine <laughs> next week. Just do it next week. Yeah. <laughs> but Yeah, we normally go to like food shopping mm. and get stuff ready for like the lunches. And that's it. I'm not. I'm not doing anything. We tackle. We always do that. We, me and Charlotte as well, which could be the same situation this guy has. Is we tackle situations very differently. So with like the sorting out out the wardrobe, because I've got so much clothes and then he's sorting out. She's done hers, but if we were doing it at the same time, I wouldn't speak for the entire duration. And it would be done in probably 40 minutes because I am going in there, getting it done. And that's it. I don't want to, don't want to deal with it. So I'm going to be getting it done as quickly as possible. Yeah. And it's going to be out of the way. 
the, the, that's what I'm like with any DIY stuff. I'm like, I'll get it out of the way. When I painted the downstairs bathroom, get it out of the way. Do you know what I mean? Just get it done. Yeah. Charlotte was like, oh, we'll have a fun time doing this together. I'm like, no, there's no fun times doing this. I don't want, this is not fun. <laughs> Everyone's getting a look at what it's like to live with Jamie. Yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> None of this Everything's is a troll. It's fun when you go to the pub. It's fun when you go out for a drink and do things fun. It's fun when you go and play mini golf. It's fun when you go to the walk the dog and you're playing in the park with him or whatever. It's not fun painting a fucking wall. Let's get it done as quickly as possible and out of the way. Done. I hate... Like when I did like my hallway and my mum was like helping. Well, I say mum was helping. I was helping because she took over. And I was like the first coat, I was like, oh, I was being really careful and all that sort of stuff. And then I'm like, oh, that looks pretty good. And mum's like, yeah, we'll have to wait for you to dry and do a second coat. And I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> she was like, yeah, you got to do a second coat. I'm like, it looks fine. No, no, you got to do a second one. And now if you look at all the skirtings got like, gray on it and stuff like that because i just got bored <laughs> and i was just trying to get it over and done with really quickly and she's like what are you doing i'm like this is getting done right now otherwise mm. i ain't doing it and i ended up just walking off and she finished it because <laughs> like, i'm sick of this now i can't That's handle exactly it. what i'm like when it comes to things man because if i don't want to do it it needs to be done as quickly as possible yeah yeah, yeah. i get that yeah because me and sabina are gonna sort out the house and it's just like I don't know. Like when we were talking about, I just go into like shutdown. <laughs> I'm like, I can't fucking function. But um, but yeah, you don't have to give in. There is enough time for you to get an hour. And like I said, she's had two, three hours more sleep than you. Yeah. So, and an hour is well. There was a guy that I saw a podcast with, and he said ninety minutes is an is the perfect time for a nap because. You go through a complete sleep cycle. So 90 minutes is like the perfect time. I mean, you get home, at, you know, you finish at four. She finishes at six. There's more than enough time to get 90 minutes in there. And then when she comes home, you're actually fucking awake and having a conversation. Say yeah, that I to her. I would love to have 90 minutes on the, on the day, especially on our recording days. If I'm working, I'll work. I'll get home at eight. We record, finish at ten. I'm in bed. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, those are the days I like because I get a nap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what day? What time are we recording tonight, Jamie? And you're like, eight o'clock. Is that right? I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. No and worries. then I come on. I'm like this. My eyes are like because I'm fucking wired because I've had about nineteen coffees <laughs> trying to stay alive. <laughs> and I've napped and showered and I've had my dinner. <laughs> and I'm like, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but, um, I, when I edit them episodes, I can always tell the difference between like an episode like this because I talk a lot more in these top episodes because my energy's up, or yeah. an episode where I've been working. It takes me about thirty minutes to get into the episode, unless the same <laughs> really funny happens at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, the beginning of this one's a bit miserable. Yeah. I don't know. I think I, I always do that. Like we finished the episode, and I was like, we're a bit of a downer in that one, and then I'll listen back to it, and I'll be like, oh no. I must yeah. have just felt that way because it doesn't sound that way. Yeah. <clears throat> but maybe your listener will tell her others for others wise. Um, but yeah, there's definitely room for compromise. And yeah, you don't want to be arguing all the time about silly things like that. that but there's enough room for both of you and just find out what she's expecting you to do and, you know, work from there. But let us know how it goes. And, um, 
and continue on napping, my friend, because I'm fucking doing it. <laughs> right, last email. Okay, this needs analysis, and I don't care if you guys use my name. I'm not going to. My wife and I do a Christmas exchange with a couple we know. We figured it would be Christmas dinner, a few drinks, and a and a few small but nice presents. Full disclosure, they are poly, and we are strictly monogamous. But it hasn't caused any friction. However, they gifted us a vibrating toy. See picture. <laughs> I love saying it. Um, for, actually, it doesn't look that bad, actually. They didn't cheap out on you. Further complicating the issue is we can't figure out how to make this little buzzer work. Should we be worried that this is a step towards them trying to initiate a swap? Also, what do you do with the gifted sex toys you don't want? Hopefully your holidays went well and have a good new year. I should have used this one in the last one when I was talking about passing <laughs> down <laughs> sex toys. <laughs> um. If you don't want to use it, but it has been gifted, it just goes into a fucking cupboard at the bottom and forgotten about until your kids find it. That's what happens with that yeah. one. Or throw it in a food bank and just be controversial. Uh, yeah, throw them in a food bank or and be controversial or just fucking throw it in the bin, man. That's what I would do. But I don't know. It's um, I would say it's a little bit of a weird gift for a couple to give a couple. I don't think so. Well, it it begs to differ what has your partner been saying or if you dropped hints or maybe they're just because they're quite open to them that is just a normal like they just thought it was an interesting gift to give to someone. Yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, why don't you have have this and have a bit of fun with it because we do. You know what I mean? Or it's stage one. <laughs> I think if they've been friends for a long enough that they know that nothing's going to happen i don't think that's going to be a yeah yeah i like i think our listener might be thinking into it a bit because they're polyamorous if if um they wasn't would he think into it as much probably not i think for me if they weren't i would think into it more really yeah, because because I know that they're a bit, if they're you know not sleep around, but they don't mind like different people coming in and out. That just says to me like they're a bit open. So a gift from them like that would to me would be like, oh, you know, it's nothing. But if they're monogamous and they give me that, I'm like that'd be when I'd be like, oh, are they do they do they want a foursome? So well, I, I would be, I'd be the literally opposite. I'd be like, if it's monogamous, I'd think, oh, they're doing it as a weird joke. Or if they were polyamorous, I'd be like, um, that's an invite. They may as well have a RSVP on the back of it. <laughs> no, because I think myself, like, if they're they're a couple, we've known them for a long time. Maybe they just want to try and experience, and not like. It to go any further than that so they're like oh here's a, a toy and, and you'll see your reaction before they ask the next the next question yeah possibly possibly you know what I mean but um putting out the feelers yeah but this to me just felt like a gift you know what I mean it's just a little gift that they've given you to 
to like spice up your sex life. Mm. But I would definitely be. I would definitely be like, what's this bitch been saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd open it and I would just look look at her. And they were like, what have you told them? <laughs> I told you that in private. Just throw the fucking vibrator across the room. Yeah. <laughs> I turned to her and I was like, bitch. <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah, no, I can imagine Jamie's face. Yeah, is that like shock and doesn't know what to say? He's just holding it. I was like, "What the fuck?" I'll be like, "What are you and Sabina been talking about, Charlotte?" That's what I like. <laughs> exactly. That's the first thing, isn't it? Like you're not expecting it. I'm like, she knows something because I I know your opinions on sharing as well. So I'll be like, "What is this? What is what this?" Do you mean my I don't like sharing, Jamie. What yeah, exactly. About that's your opinion. <laughs> So I know it wouldn't come from you. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, sorry, wrong box. Take off you. <laughs> that was for Sabina. <laughs> uh, or like you've got like a really expensive one. I'll be like, that's better than the one I've got. Take it off you. <laughs> I've got to give that to my child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the um, the silicone would have dissolved by the time my, my kids are old enough to... <laughs> Or just rock solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's just like, like turn into like a liquid or something. What happens to silicon after a long time? I don't know. Goes. I what I can imagine it it goes like. Do you remember that really cheap hair gel we used to buy in the nineties? Yeah, it's like bright green. That's what I imagine silicon turns into. (laughs) I used to love that hair gel. Can you still get that? You must be able to still get that. Oh yeah, definitely. Especially in like them dodgy like corner shops, they're definitely selling that. I like the smell of it. And it was quite, yeah, I like the feel of it as well. Um, give it a go, man. Never, There's no problem in your... Well, you said you couldn't get it to work. Maybe there's no batteries in it. Mm. Most of them now are rechargeable, so I'm sure it came with like a lead. Dan knows a lot about this shit. I find it very distracting, though. Like, sometimes, like, I focus more on the buzzing than I can anything else. <laughs> It's it's really it's off-putting sometimes. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, why not? I don't know how long you and your partner have been together. Maybe it'd be nice to little spass it up. Yeah. But I yeah. wouldn't go running back to the couple and be like, we used it, we used it. No, just never talk about it again. Yeah, because that would definitely open something up. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, now they're comfortable talking to us about sex toys and... And doodads. You'll be sitting at the dinner table and you'll be feeling one rolling up your leg. <laughs> they just open up a fucking a cloche. Is it called a cloche? They lift lift the top off and it's just like mashed potato with dildos sticking out of it. <laughs> like dinner time. <laughs> a I use mashed potato with like a fucking fleshlight shoved up it. <laughs> I like Scary Movie 2 with a strong hand. <laughs> he bangs the turkey, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> but um, let us know. What did your partner think about that? Yeah, you know I mean, mm. that'd be curious. I wonder if she was like insulted. I can imagine like a partner at that point would like laugh it off. Yeah, it goes one way or the other, doesn't it? It goes weirded out or finds it hilarious. It's one of the one way or the other. There's only two reactions, really. Yeah. 
You can't give it back though. I say just stick it in a cupboard somewhere. Because you never know there's that weird occasion at some point that might happen where they're over and they bring it up. And if you've thrown it away <laughs> Yeah, true. It true. may like you know what I mean? I don't know how I mean, they oh, would bring I don't it up. Know where it is. Yeah. I didn't receive that. It's like <laughs> Because normally, like when you get ugly gifts from people, you you keep them hidden until they come round for dinner, and then you put them out. It's like you imagine them coming round and you just leave it in the middle of the dining table just to show that you still got it. <laughs> just go on the mantelpiece <laughs> beyond. <you know? laughs> yeah, they come in and see it. Because people do, oh, normally probably... do that with their kids, isn't it? Like I always notice if we bought someone's kid like a outfit or something, when we come round, the kids wearing that outfit. Yeah, yeah. I was that. That's the first time that cunt's wearing that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what you do with gifts. You know, I I thought you meant as like the kids as a. We got to take the kids out now. They've come around for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Keep them hidden, otherwise. (laughs) You actually not know what it is, and like you've put it on the, you've nailed it to the walls. You thought it was like a wall decoration or something. Yeah, you thought it was like some kind of. Oh man. Do you remember the terrible Tango advert with the guy that comes in and finds the daughter's vibrator? No. And she tells him it's a head massager. No. And he he and he puts it against his head and like oh, starts to, to vibrate. Have you not? I can't. I used to play at the cinema for ages because it was a. I'm sure it was Tango. It was one of those magic wand things. You know the ones that's like oh yeah, like yeah, a yeah, ball yeah, on the yeah. end of it. And he's like vibrating on his head. I wonder if I just put in Tango Vibrator. Nope, I'm getting loads of pocket rockets. Oh, yeah, there it is there, yeah. The Tango Cinema Ad 2019 Head Massager. I'll send it to you. <laughs> uh, won't put it in the uh, the group chat, otherwise you won't know what's going on. Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> but um but yeah let us know um what your partner thought be curious to uh to see if she was as freaked out as you were definitely but that was it man that's all that's all the the emails the email the episode's a lot shorter when we don't talk a load of shit at the beginning very yeah very much so i was just about to say this uh episode definitely has helped my mood so that's a good thing, and I'm hoping it's helped some of the listeners listening to us. Um, but as always, guys, send us in your ideas, send us in your um, questions, your feedback, content ideas, everything. Any ideas for the Patreon in the future? Any ideas for future merch? Let us know. Send it into two men no hope at gmail.com. And I'll see you next time, Dan. Yeah, man. See you on Monday. See you then.